Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cloud and Clear. My name is Dana Berg. I'm hosting today, and I am incredibly excited. We don't have just one guest. We have three guests today, and I'm looking forward to today's conversation because we're going to be talking to one of the pioneers of rolling out Google Workspace within one of the most progressive states in the, in the, in the country, and that's the state of Maryland. I I, uh, I'm so, I've been looking forward to this. A couple of days ago, I got a chance to meet some of our guests, and we were telling stories about the last decade of adoption of, of Workspace, and we were laughing and laughing and laughing and having a good old time. So without further ado, I want to introduce my special guests. First from the state of Maryland is Tracia Sherman. Tracia is the Assistant Director of Access Management Services. Hi, Tracia. Hi, and then we also have Stephanos Gebrehararach. Oh, oh, I knew I was going to screw it up. Sorry, Stephanos. Stephanos Gebrehararach. Did I get somewhat close with that, Stephanos? The second try was good. Dan. Was it the first one? You know, it <laughs> I knew I was going to have a. I knew I was going to have a hard time. But, but to my state of Maryland guests, thank you so much for joining. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And then we also have a third special guest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to treat her a little bit like my co-host today, is our own Heather Sheston. Heather Sheston was the former champion of the rollout of Google Cloud throughout the state of Arizona. And then we selfishly plucked her. And now she is at SADA running our uh, public sector business as an industry director for public sector. So, Heather. Welcome back. This is your second time on Cloud and Clear. Yes, I'm super pumped about this. This is going to be exciting. Good, good. Well, we're going to have a lot of fun uh, during this episode. I can't wait to dive into the history of Google Cloud inside of the state of Maryland, talking about the inception. It's been 10 years uh, since you've deployed Workspace Boy, in 10 years, you've got a lot of lessons, lots of great, funny stories we're going to get into, maybe talk a little bit of advice, talk about how uh, Google Workspace has evolved, adoption, maybe talk about the role it's played in the pandemic, and, and maybe talk about some of the advice that you might have for other public sector entities uh, throughout um, North America as they're thinking about their cloud journey. So let's dive in. As we normally like to do, we like to start with stories about our, our people and our guests. Heather, Cloud and Clear already knows about you, so <laughs> I'm gonna start I'm gonna start with you, Tracia. Tracia, give us your background. Tell us about your your history with the state and you've been there a long time. Yeah, um, actually uh, the end of April was my fifteenth uh, year with the state. Um, I actually started as an admin assistant. Um, I came from the housing world, uh, started as an admin assistant, uh, was there, got bored, <laughs> didn't have anything to do, started asking every team for more work and ended up uh, working at the time at our service desk. And um, I'm sorry, skipped. I started working with the land team and started learning, you know, desktop things, um, ended up at the governor's office, you, you know, just helping with uh, desktop things, doing inventory, doing like any any kind of work I could get just to keep me busy. 
And then I ended up at the service desk and was there for a couple years. And um, state of Maryland decided, you know, that they were going to go Google. And my manager at the time, Susan Lyon, you know, they said, "Hey, you need somebody else." She picked me and <laughs> said, "We just got kind of handed the project and said, learn Google." <laughs> So at the time, I, I didn't even have my own personal Google account. It was um, it was December of 2011, and that's how we started. We started playing around with personal Gmail accounts and, you know, trying to learn um, the ins and outs of labels and, you know, how things look differently and started, you know, emailing back and forth and started using that instead of our, um, we were on Outlook. So we started using that. And then Do It was our first agency that we rolled and it just kind of steamrolled from there. Sometimes we were rolling three and four agencies every couple months. It was crazy, very crazy time, but but it, but very exciting. I I really enjoyed it. A lot of uh, late night hours sometimes, and um, as you said, Dana, lots of lessons learned. Um, each agency rolled a little different, and then as Google became you know, um, older, you know, processes started changing. So we've had some agencies still sometimes that were set up much differently than the the end part of the agencies as they rolled on. So we have quite a hybrid environment that we're, you know, still working on trying to get closer together so that everybody's kind of on the same page. Um, it's a little difficult at times, you know, trying to remember what agency does what and <laughs> how they sync and, um, you know, different methods they use to create accounts and things. So it's it's been pretty exciting. You have been a jack of all trades over your 15-year history there. I love the story of how you've evolved into all kinds of various roles. I'm going to come back to you in a little bit because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you about all those wonderful things that you've done. Um, but uh, it's really an impressive, impressive story. Stefanos, uh, tell our guests your background and how you became, uh, you know, a, a great uh, leader in the state. Uh, yes, Dana. Uh, thanks again for having us. Uh, this is a pleasure uh, speaking with you uh, and Heather. Uh, so I don't have nearly as many or as interesting or as funny stories with the state as Tricia will share with us. Uh, I came to the state... A little over a year ago, I uh, have, I bring with me uh, about 17 years of IT experience, the last 12 years in the, you know, in the DC region, contracting, supporting federal governments as a contractor. And uh, when, uh, you know, when this opportunity came up to finally be part of a directly supporting the mission of a government entity, uh, you know, it was not, it was an opportunity that I, you know, jumped on. Uh, it's been, uh, you know, I started in January of 2020, full 60 days before we went into uh, a COVID situation. So I don't, I still don't know what it feels like to work for the state. It's been, you know, crazier and, you know, busier and, you know, but I have to tell you a lot of newfound respect for public servants. I, you know, from the other side, it did not look as difficult or challenging. Um, you know, working with people like Tricia, available literally 24-7. Doesn't matter what time you send an email, you have an email respond or a call, you know, immediately. And I just didn't realize how hardworking public servants are. So 
I've learned a lot in the last, uh, what, uh, 40, 50 months than I think I did the previous 12 years. Yeah. It's it's true. I, I've had the great pleasure of working in public sector as, 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 as in delivering projects. And I know you know this, Heather. Um, there is this there is this belief out there, misbelief, that uh, the execution of projects inside of commer- uh, inside of public sector is is easier or or, 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 or slower. What? In fact, nothing can be further from the truth. the The complexity of municipalities and the entities and the agencies and the and the various levels of authority and decision making uh, make it. Uh, a multiple of, of uh, harder in terms of getting major statewide initiatives rolled out. Uh, and uh, for, for the state of Maryland to make such a big and bold decision 10 years ago to go in on all Google, I'd be interested in your views and probably Tracia um, and maybe Heather to follow up. What, what do you what do you think led to some of the decisions to go in, you know, with Workspace back then? And, you know, as you were getting onboarded and getting ready, what were some of the, the things that were heavy on your, on your heart as you were thinking about how do I even begin to lead and roll out this across a very diverse agency structure? Right. It it was really it was really daunting, um, especially for me. Like, luckily, we, we did have the help of um, a, a contractor. Um, it was the only state employees on this project was myself and Susan. Um, but I, I have to give I think back then the names changed so much. I believe we were at Google Apps for Government when we first started. And um I, I still refer to it this day, the, the the rollout, the migration plan that Google had just, I mean, if you really followed everything that they said to do, it it was an easy roadmap to follow. And 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 we did exactly that. Like, you know, we we got our, you know, our uh, core IT, we got the early adopters, we, you know, we we had some Google champions. Um, we pretty much followed everything that they suggested, um, even from going to, you know, getting um some of the executives involved, you know, the really busy people that, that would use it a lot to the people that had the most problems. And, you know, we, we really targeted some of those people who like to complain a lot that always said nothing worked or they, they refused, they didn't want to go to Outlook. Those were some of the people we made the early adopters so that we would get, uh, get that feedback. So if something was going wrong, if there was some real difficulty somewhere, we could really focus in on that early and get that taken care of before we started migrating either the rest of that agency or even moving forward. And um, cost was a huge thing that led Maryland to Google. Um, we, we saved a lot. I know one agency alone, and I want to say it was juvenile services because they were getting ready to purchase um, some uh, server upgrades and things like that. And within the first year, they saved uh, around $600,000 that just that first year just that agency. So it was, um, it, it was, it was, I thought it was a real feather in, in Maryland's cap to go that way. And um, trying to figure out how we were going to train everyone. Uh, because again, we, we got help for the migration part, 
but we didn't get help for training or anything else. It was it was just our team, and and I was the main trainer for several years before we got another trainer, and uh, I would spend weeks at a time every day uh, training you know people as they as we went along. So um, it, it was I say it was very cool. It was it was hard. It was difficult, but I really liked it and. And we had a lot of people that were really excited. So um, going to be in those agencies when, um, especially lot, you know, when we have our go live, you know, um, different agencies. We had balloons. We just make it a really big affair, you know. And um, we, um, Susan and I, would make our own T-shirts. <laughs> so every agency we had, you know, we used Google, but you know, we stayed within the rules of, uh, you know, not using it as a verb or adjective. Yeah. <laughs> so, the brand, so the branding uh, police, the branding Susan, police yeah, doesn't come at you. Have, yeah. Yeah. I would have a different shirt to go in, and so people would know that it was us coming in. You know, they would know who we were. And it actually helped foster a relationship between those agencies and do it because back then do it was pretty new. Um, we started off as department of budget and management. And when we, uh, we separated into, um, department of information technology around that time. So it was a whole new agency and the state was moving in a different direction for, uh, for information technology and the purchases at the time. So we've actually changed directions a couple times. <laughs> Since 2011, um, but you, you know, sometimes it, you know you were taking power away from some agencies. They didn't like that. So when we came in, though, we were able to foster those better feelings and happy feelings. And they had faces, and, you know, names to faces and places they could go when they had questions. And we would get them to whoever they need to talk to, whether it was Google related or not. So it helped um, push. I thought it helped push do it along in in that relationship with those agencies that we didn't really have before. So it, it, it was, it was really a really interesting time. And I, I kind of missed that, that early beginning, you know, we, we rolled a couple small agencies in the last year or so, but it wasn't that big rollout live, you know, kind of like we did, you know, the first few years. So, um, and people mo more, you know, they know more about, it, even though, you know, we always have, um, better features and things changing, you know, we get excited about. Um, but those first couple years were really the most exciting. Yeah. You know, I'm interested, I'm interested in a little bit of the comparing and contrasting Heather between what your experience was at the state of Arizona. And I know you've, you've talked about before the, the importance of sponsorship and, and champions and the, the, the need to, kind of speak with one voice from the top down uh, to really get everyone mobilized. Can you, you know, speak, a, speak to a little bit of that at, at the, at Arizona and maybe, maybe talk, you know, and let's maybe have Trace or Stefanos maybe say how that might've been the same or, or, or different at, at Maryland. Yeah. Uh, I mean, first of all, Tracia, you're my hero. I don't know how you did all of that training yourself. Like, <laughs> I feel like I went in and I was uh, very naive and excited for this, uh, you know, new change, new technology for government. We don't often get that. Um, and I know our executives were super um, excited for that as well to see us bringing in new technology, getting people moving in a new direction, maybe um, looking at some opportunities to change workflows that probably hadn't changed in years. And so um, from my perspective, I was super fortunate to have not only just a wonderful project team, I mean, really, truly the best when you talk about like gov workers, uh, wonderful support at our agencies that we were partnering with as we were deploying with them, but 
um, just the most powerful support from our executive team. And I'm talking um, from the governor's office down. You know, our CIO was in massive support of it. Our chief strategy officer was a huge supporter of it. Um, and that just really gave me the space to be able to go to the agencies, work with them. Um, you know, I think to what Tracy was saying, where it wasn't so much us coming, wanting to come in and change this technology to make it harder for them. We were really trying to partner them to do something better for the state. Uh, and I think, you know, in my role, it was about building those relationships. It wasn't so much about like, I'm going to make all of the buttons and the switches go, but I'm here to foster those relationships, listen to both sides of the story. And and it would not have been possible without the support from Sada and Google. So Tricia talked a little bit about the support plan that was provided. I mean, we, as much as we could have, uh, Arizona was very unique, but followed it to a T. Um, and for all intents and purposes, it went really smooth considering we had about 40,000 users, you know, and, and 140 agencies that we deployed to. So um, all of those things, you know, made it as successful as it was. It certainly wasn't just me or one key person. Yeah, I feel the same. You have to get that buy-in from the top, uh, especially as you go from agency to agency. Um so we had to get that we had to get that executive buy-in because we needed them to push the, that communication constantly, you know, um, and get people excited about it. Not that it was just, oh, well, you know, this is what we're going. You're going to have to learn it, which, you know, sometimes I would even say that people come into my class and like, well, I like Google. You know, I like Outlook better. I'm like, well, we're not using Outlook. So, <laughs> This is what you have to use, you know. This is the job you took. This is what we use, you know. You have to, you know, I'd be like, well, let's figure out how, you know, what do you think is missing that you don't think that you can do? And I can show you how you can do it, you know, and, and that always helped. And and I think um, because in the very beginning, you know, um, I, like I said, I was in the agency doing training. We were in person doing training and, and that helped a lot. And so to be able to have someone, um, there to show you, you know, what, what, what the mail look like, you know, I, like I said, the, I think the biggest thing that people still have problems with is understanding that a label is not a folder. <laughs> and <laughs> that, that is like the, the biggest thing still to this day. I'm like, it's like 11 years, 10 years. I, I don't understand what you don't get about labels and folders, but, um, it's still a, uh, it's, still seems to be, you know, this organization. And when I would tell people, you can create 2,500 labels, but you don't need them. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean we don't need them? I'm like, you really don't need them because Google search is awesome. You know, <laughs> like you can just search and you can find anything in your mail. And and the other thing about um, pushing it, you know, evangelizing the whole Google thing was that there was Google. You know, it was... Um, if you, it was the self-teaching, you know, you didn't really need someone there to tell you how to do it because if you didn't know it, you could Google it. And I would tell people in my classes all the time, stop writing notes, like pay attention. It's a lot. It's three at my begin, my basics class was three hours. I'm like, don't write any notes. You know, I'm like, trust me, you're never going to remember it anyway. And we started putting our Google site up so we would link to stuff. Um, and, um, I wouldn't even do, I stopped even doing presentations at the time because, you know, Google changed so much. I mean, as soon as I would do a presentation, I had to change it because <laughs> something updated. So I stopped and I would just do links and, you know, we just started going in and doing more questions and answers. And I would just, you know, do demonstrations um, instead of, you know, a laid out presentation. But um, it, 
you know, just telling them all the time, you know, you can go to Google. If you don't, you know, don't know the answer, just look, Google Apps for Government or Google Apps for Work or, you know, whatever the name was at the time, you know, this is the SKU we're on and you can figure out how to do it or, you know, go to our site and, you know, there, there's training there. Um, and now, you know, I started recording trainings and, and, you know, we have those things on there. So as, um, you know, the years have gone by, I love me, I love being able to record now, now instead of having that session where, you know, people are constantly asking me questions and I can just record a quick session and I can send them the link and say, Hey, you can have, you know, you can have at it, have them look at this um, video at their desk time, you know, at their desk, whenever they get a moment. And if you have questions, let me know, you know, put in a ticket, we can answer for you. So it's been really great. I'm, I'm super curious. Cause I know Tracia, we have a similar background as far as like deploying the initial deployment. Um, but this is for you and Stefanos. I, you know, I came over to SADA about a year and a half ago. And shortly after that, we went into to lockdown for COVID. And having working with you guys on this side of the house, how do you think, uh, you know, having workspace allowed you guys to shift to that remote workforce? Um, and I know you were, Tracia, very involved in the trainings and stuff like that. How did that look different than your initial rollouts? So, I'm um, Stephanos. Did you want to answer? You want to let me? Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I, I think it was much better. Um, it was. I mean, we had a lot of. We have a lot of um, older employees. Uh, again, we we've had people in some agencies that never even touched a laptop before. So, trying to get them on to use Meet was um, was difficult. You know, so luckily in our agencies, we have some IT staff that were able to help in a lot of um, areas. Um, but, you know, you guys, SADA came in and you got you guys did some um, early training um, for us um, that we were able to have people log on for. That helped a lot. Um, and then, you know, my team and I did some one-on-ones with some agencies to show them actually how to use Meet. And we've been doing that all along. So be- even before the even before COVID hit, I had been going out to agencies every couple months, um, especially when Meet came in. You know, we went from chat to Meet. I started going out and, and um, teaching chat. So it wasn't that it was um, was an unknown. So we had already started introducing that. Um, but once we went remote, I think um, the fear was allayed because of the ability. Oh, I can get on internet, and I don't. I don't even need my laptop. I can use my phone. I can use whatever device they had at the internet that they had a, a screen on. You know, or they could just call, and it didn't even have to be because you know no one wants to be on camera. You know, like do do I have to use my camera? You know, like no, you don't have to use your camera. So um, being able to to use that, I think, was awesome, and I think it's made um, this remote work. Um, an idea that we didn't even have before. I think that so many departments, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, Stefanos, we were talking about this earlier today, that we found that we don't necessarily need to be in the office, you know, um, and maybe that can be some cost savings for the state because there's lots of buildings and stuff that we rent. Um, that, you know, the state doesn't own, we we rent them. Um, spaces that are being used, you know, from utilities and stuff that are being used and in, in the traffic, you know, that goes back and forth that doesn't necessarily have to happen now, or even the locations of offices where we were. So I live in Baltimore, but I would travel to Crownsville, Annapolis. It's about a 45 minute, probably to an hour drive that I don't have to do every day. 
you know, and some people like Stefanos and some of um, our other um, executives, they live even farther out. So, you know, they're driving some people, I think Stefanos are driving two hours to work one way. It's interesting to hear you say that. I was just having this conversation earlier with someone else that we're hearing a very similar dialogue from a lot of our Gov customers about the cost savings, the buildings that they don't need to keep up, um, you know, allowing their their employees to not have to spend so much time in traffic and drive so far and, you know, the environment and all that kind of stuff that, you know, so it's good to hear you say that because we're hearing a lot of the similar things. And it's allowed me not to miss meetings because even if I have an appointment, like if I, you know, I don't have to worry about rushing back, you know, I have, I have Bluetooth in my car. I turn it on, I'm driving and I'm talking, I'm still having my meetings while I'm, I'm heading home. So I haven't had to miss as many meetings as before. And you just jump right from meeting to meeting, you know, you click the link and, and you're in a meeting. And um, even even when I was in the office, you don't have to figure out, well, which floor are we on? Well, which room, you know, you go from room to room to room. It's so much nicer just to click a button, you know, and, and you're transported in that other meeting, um, you know, within seconds. And, I, you know, I, I, I think it's I think it's been an extreme um, change, but a really good and positive change. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Tricia. I think, uh, Heather, strategically, you know, there were a couple of things. Immediately when when um, the governor and, the, and our secretary made the decision that everybody were going to go remote, obviously, you know, we were like everyone else. Immediately start thinking, well, what do we do? And at that, at that point, I think over 85% of our uh, endpoint devices were desktop computers. So it was, you know, it wasn't, I mean, you know, uh, in, in, in my previous life, every, in life, everybody had laptops with VPN connection. So, you know, switching over to remote work at that point, you just make sure the VPN appliances are robust enough to, uh, you know, accommodate traffic. It, for us, it was completely unknown. It wasn't something that uh, we had prepared for from that perspective. But, you know, quickly we realized you know, if you look at the at the user stories, you know, if you look at, you know, the if you try to define the number of types of users that the state has, you quickly we quickly realize that most of our users they can do if not all of their work, most of their work in Google. You know, whether they're using email or you know Google Drive, myself included. And then we quickly realized we are actually in a very strong position to continue to provide support because people are just, you know, they need Google and whatever is in Google without even VPN access. So then, you know, for us, strategically, the conversation became, well, how do we, how do we supplement this? What about, let's say, you know, the remaining 30% or 35% that we need, um, you know, <clears throat> a more advanced or a more... Uh, um, uh, a, you know, a better connection to the to the to the to the enterprise. You know, you can just get them on VPN, and all of a sudden, within a couple of weeks, we had a fully functioning uh, mechanism for all of our users to connect to the state's uh, you know resources from home. And you know, Google, I think, was a big part of this for us. Yeah. I, can you imagine, Stefanos, if this pandemic would have hit us 15 or 20 years ago? Like, what would we have been able? Like, it would have it would have crippled us. Like, we there's no way we could have gotten through this with the the the, the simplicity, you know, in large part that 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 I think uh, in in large part 
the the Google Workspace platform has has kind of really helped make a non-issue of right. Well, uh, absolutely, and and you know, Dana, to that point, we haven't. Uh, I think we we and Tricia, we haven't done a good job of you know analyzing this or talking about this. But you know, Google Meets it, it created a platform for our employees to feel closer together. You know, even though we are dispersed over much greater distances than we were in the office. And you, you talked about this earlier, Tricia. You and and it's very common, by the way. Most of us feel that you know meetings are easier to attend from home than it was in the office, and it is you know you know because of the product that we have available, but more importantly because of the services that Tricia uh, and her team are able to provide, you know, in educating people, providing support, answering questions, setting up sessions, um, you know, just being available, you know, something like that, Dana, 10, 15 years ago, I don't know what you would have done. I mean, you know, how would you, how would you facilitate calls even if you have, um, I think, was it Skype that we used 15 years ago? I, I don't remember, but it was, it was not easy. It was like, I, to me, it was a blessing in disguise because I had already been the last few years trying to get agencies, hey, let, let's get off that paper. Let's get off that paper. Let's use Google Drive. Let's, you know, you know, let's make these processes electronic, you know, get off, you know, the forms, use Google Forms. Let's, you know, do this. So when this happened, it kind of forced those issues because you couldn't use that paper anymore because you can't go to the office and have them sign it. You know, um, most, you know, people didn't have printers. They don't have copiers in their homes, you know, so it, it, it forced us to make these processes automatic. And um, Stefanos is a, um, a good proponent of that, you know, still our process is trying automated, you know, automated. So um, I think, you know, like I said, blessings in disguise is some, you know, something's happened for a reason. And I think it's, it's pushed us forward uh, more in, um, in that technology of getting things more um, automated and electronic versus all this paper. Yeah. Interesting. Cause that kind of rolls into the next question I was going to ask you guys, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough to see, you know, our customers, especially state of Maryland, state of Arizona, and some of our other Gov customers that I feel like workspace put them in a wonderful position. They were very well posed to move to the virtual remote workforce. Um, and I think to your point, Tracia, where, you know, it's, it sort of uh, was a blessing in, disi in disguise because it forced people to start utilizing these tools that were available to them. Um, so I'm curious to hear from you guys, maybe, you know, now that we're out of this, you know, sort of pandemic phase and, and things are starting to open up and get back to our, you know, new normal, whatever that's going to look like, uh, what is next with your, your workspace and your Google journey? What do you see on the horizon? Well, you know, the first thing that we have learned is that, uh, um, you know, Google, I believe, and I say this every opportunity I get, I believe Google as a platform is the most well-functioning platform that we have, that we offer to our users. And I attribute a lot of this primarily to Tricia and the, the work that she does with her team. And, you know, she, she really keeps it going. So, you know, that helped me understand that this is where we have the biggest opportunity to, uh, to improve. And not improve, but to grow is really the word. And how do we do this is we have to be able to create a platform for Tricia to introduce all these magical thinkings that she has in her head. Because 
right now, I wasn't exaggerating when I said she works 24-7. She really does. I mean, I think quite clearly 24-7 because she always answers the call. And that's because we have her, you know, you know, eyeballs deep into operations and, and just the maintenance of the platform. So we started reaching out to, you know, the, the support team from SADA with Google. And we started looking at what is it that we can do, you know, now that we have a very stable environment, how can we build on top of this and make this a more valuable tool, a platform to the state? There are other tremendous, um, you know, functionalities that Google offers. And we don't, we don't leverage those because we do not allow Trisha the opportunity to, you know, study those tests and pilot and introduce them or socialize them even with the state because of the operational responsibilities that she has. So this is where we are today. We are talking with Google and with Sara, and we're trying to leverage your expertise, you know, what you know about the platform, your experience, um, you know, supporting government customers and help us understand what is it that we need to do in terms of, you know, getting the operations piece out of the, for our experts and allowing our experts to drive the innovation for, you know, for the state with regards to this platform. That's great. And Tracia, you know, you have amazed me. You had me cracking up when we talked a little while ago, because in 10 years in the role that you have, you have seen everything under the sun and it sounds like you've done everything under the sun. Uh, to accomplish what you've done with such a small team, I want to know how you did that. But but before getting into that, like in in a decade of doing this, what's some of the funniest things that's happened in your course of of, of rolling out Google in the state? Well, well, personally, I'll tell you, personal funny is um, in in having these training sessions. Um, I get recognized. So whenever I go anywhere, especially if I'm out of town, if I'm downtown here in Baltimore, you know, any building I go to, someone, my daughter says she hates it because she says, everyone always knows you, you know? <laughs> and sometimes, most of the time, they'll even know my name, but and they'll say, you, you taught me Google. But the, the funniest story is I was on a dating site <laughs> and, you know, someone liked whatever the dating site was. I don't even remember which one it was at the time. And that was what the message was. I think you taught me Google. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there trying to remember, did I, I don't know who this person is. Like the name was ringing a bell. And I immediately removed my, <laughs> removed my profile. <laughs> But of course, I had to go to work the next day, and our uh, our sec- assistant secretary at the time, uh, Greg Urban, he loves that story. So he said, "So what are you going to start a dating service here? You know, we have to worry about people stalking you, like you know." <laughs> like, no, I took it down. I took it down. <laughs> so um, I I love learning all this stuff, and I pick it up very quickly. And, you know, I, I've gotten my, uh, my last uh, Google certification was the collaboration engineer. Um, so that, that was my, my most recent um, uh, Google certification. So I'm working on some others. I'm going to try to take them in the next couple of weeks. Um, so it's been really exciting. I, you know, I like learning more about the cloud and talking about moving forward. You know, we're moving more into the 
um, applications that are coming, you know, the developing API access and how we can leverage those to get um, more applications, more services using, you know, that, that automatic um, um, automated systems running. So the workflows work better, the approval processes work better, um, and how we can um, help these agencies um, work together, even though they're separate agencies, but a lot of them touch one another. So having shared drive and having some of these applications or at least one platform where these different agencies that, you know, technically are, are separate agencies, but they all have some customers in common and then being able to know where those customers are um, with the products and the platform that Google offers um, has been amazing. So um, getting that information out and have people learning it um, and whether it comes from my team or from SADA or from Google, you know, I, I reach out all the time and say, hey, you know, if you guys want to do some training for us, this is the information that, you know, we want to present. We want to show people what is available and what you can do so that we can keep moving forward. And, I, you know, I think that you don't have you don't have any other option but to move forward because technology is moving forward. And if you're not moving forward, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, the velocity we have never seen in the workspace evolution, a period of time where the velocity of new capabilities, new features, new products are rolling out. And so uh, how do you keep up with that? And and, and maybe explain to the, the guests like the role that that my team at SADA has in the state as a part of that? So SADA has a, a huge role. Um, we, I, I, we have weekly calls with Heather and Mike and Atalo. Um, and I bring up, because uh, usually uh, customers are reaching out to me, you know, um, one, because they've had a relationship with me for so long, but we have an intake process now um, that has been developed where agencies, you know, if there's a special request, it goes through this intake process. And we have a team that will review that, see what's needed, you know, kind of um, understand what they're asking for. And then they'll send it to, you know, the manager, whatever team it needs to go to. So a lot of times um, <laughs> it always comes to Google, <laughs> you know, we're access management team now, but people still re refer to us as the Google team. You know, uh, we called the Google gurus. We've been called all kinds of things, um, but um, it normally comes here first, whether, you know, it's, it's a workflow process. Um, the biggest thing is document management system. They're trying to figure out how to use the, the Google platform to manage their documents and manage their processes. So um, I'm still looking forward to learning more. As Stefano said, you know, Google's come out with so much. It's hard for me to take the time to learn some of these new things. So I've reached out to SADA to say, hey, can you guys you know, send me some information. And Atalo, before we even get off the call, he usually has a presentation sent to me <laughs> about something new or um, a lot of stuff. It's um, maybe no one's even thought about it before because it's come from, you know, inside. It's it's a particular process that we're using in government, not so much even particular to the state of Maryland in general, you know. And I think, um, I didn't think about it before until we were talking earlier, Heather, when you had mentioned that, you know, the state of Maryland's been kind of like a leader in that government, in that government world with the Google platform. And, um, you know, I, I, I take pride in that, um, that, you know, some of the stuff we brought up, you know, maybe no one's thought of before or thought about it in a way that, um, the platform could could work around. So um, I think that the more questions that come up, the more processes that need um, 
to be worked on that we could do within the within the platform only helps to push Google um, further further ahead. So I always am welcoming the questions and welcoming the you know what what can we do can can we do this with Google and you know if if I can't find it I'm going to Heather and I'm going to Talo and you know I send an email to Mike or they use the port you know the support portal and I use Linda and Garrett you know we have so many. Um, have so many connections and, and so much help from both side and Google. It, it's great. I mean, just today uh, alone, um, we we had a question about the reporting uh, meat reporting abuse. Um, I don't even want to mention because I know it's being disabled now. But um, you know, our AG had a question, and I sent it at like eight o'clock in the morning. By eight thirty, you know, I already had four people respond to me. By ten o'clock, I had an answer. You know, so it's um, I I get responsiveness. It's, it's usually very quick and that's been really great. Um, you know, great support from SADA and, 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 and Google alike that we have that um, partnership between the two of you, um, that helps us resolve any issues that we have. And even, you know, even to the point of some things we don't like mentioning, you know, or don't have to go to SADA or Google for it, it's been worked out and it's usually worked out, you know, pretty quickly. And, um, you know, there's some things that, you know, it just isn't happening yet, but we know what's working or we know what's coming. We love hearing the roadmap stuff. You know, I get excited about things that are coming up on the roadmap. Um, retention, you know, some of the changes that happen with retention is something I'm excited about because Stefanos and I have been working, trying to uh, work out uh, a state retention policy, not just for the Google platform, because we have some agencies that are not on the Google platform as yet. Um, so we're working with Department of um, General Services on creating a, a new state retention policy and, you know, how long we keep that data, what do we do after that data, you know, is um, taken out of Google and, you know, it has to stay at archives and things like that. So, um, um, and a lot of the security things, you know, the less secure app changes that are coming, um, you know, more moving more towards that secure environment. So there are a lot of changes coming um, that, I'm looking forward to, but it's also, um, you know, I'm not as experienced in that in that world. So, um, you know, that's why we've reached out for the, you know, professional services um, to help us move along in in that security arena, so to speak, to make sure that we are in security compliance and we kind of stay ahead of that curve. Yeah, I think uh, from a process perspective, Dana, I have to say, uh, you know, that the relationship with SADA from from what I have seen over the last year and a half is perhaps the most mature relationship the state has. Um, the funny thing is, uh, up until a moment, I, I thought actually Italo worked for Google. I didn't even realize he was a SADA employee. And, you know, and this is because, you know, Mike and his team, they do really well of providing us a seamless solution. You know, we get on a call, we have, you know, this weekly calls, bi-weekly calls. And, you know, one thing I'll tell you that we I have never seen any of these calls is there is, no, there is no finger pointing. I always feel like I'm the customer and I, oftentimes as I do, I will ask the, uh, you know, the right person the wrong question. But, you know, I don't see that. It's just, so, you know, somebody will take it and they'll come back with an answer. And, you know, this has been... I'm sure this is something that has developed over the years. I mean, 10 years is a very long time. 
but I have been, you know, I have been extremely impressed with how well integrated. First of all, the two teams have just merged when they come to us. I could never see the difference between Sara and Google. To me, it's just, you know, it's just one team. And then they are very well integrated with our teams and they are approachable, available. Uh, and, you know, and, and as far as, you know, new um, capabilities, I really, really appreciate the, is it a quarterly uh, roadmaps that we have with the Italo? I really appreciate that. It would just... He would just come and paint this amazing picture of what we should be expecting in the next three months, and I walk away feeling, gosh, I can't wait for this stuff to come up. And, and you know, it, it is very helpful. It helps us stay current because you know what? Yeah, Google Platform is just very dynamic, and it's it is a little bit of a challenge to manage in, in an enterprise environment because you know the changes are not tested or anticipated sometimes. But you know, having these conversations and then the ability to quickly respond to these, uh, as the example that Tricia gave earlier with the, the uh, abuse, the report abuse in Google Meet. I mean, you know, we discovered it, we had some concerns, and then before we know it, we were, you know, we were just, uh, we got the response that we were looking for. These are a very good combination for, for how, you know, this platform has created stability and uh, security for us. And one of the biggest things I really want to mention, because that's something that has, um, you know, with, with COVID that happened last year, you know, it, it made a change. But, you know, um, for six years, six, well, actually seven years in a row, we had a Google conference, you know, um, that that SADA was, uh, you know, SADA was a humongous part of, you know. And so we were able to um, usually it was around 300 people. We put on a conference every year. And we had trainers from Google. We had people from SADA. We had, um, you know, people, little champions that, you know, learned how to do something new in an agency that wanted to show a process that they learned. And we would come and we would come together and we would have this. We didn't ever call it a training session. You know, it was just like an information session. We want to show you what can be done and what other agencies are doing. And then, you know, Google always came out to do the roadmap too. So everyone knew what was coming. And we were able to touch from just the end user to to the techie, to the you know to the more advanced users um, in every conference. So everyone left with something new and exciting and learned something new, and um, they were able to come together to hear what other agencies were doing and give ideas of how they could move their agency forward in processes and in technologies and you know automating things. And um, it, it's been really, it's been really cool. Um, State Police was a huge um, proponent of Google Drive. You know, they have everything in Google Drive, and they have the pretty little fancy color changes of when they, you know, um, they get their certifications, their gun certifications. You know, every barrack has a has their own template that was created and shared, and. Um, it, it, you know, now to where they can do those things in their car. So where it took them, um, you know, several days to report, you know, the report for the day, they would take, take several hours and it would go to their captains, you know, and then they would have to go through that. Well, now they could do it on a sheet in their car and it would go to them immediately. And they're talking about just the time saving alone, um, th that happened with, uh, just using Google sheets, you know, and now that there's so much more integration of Drive and Docs and, uh, you know, all the 
at, you know, all the extensions and stuff that are available um, that, that we can use to make these processes more, you know, more seamless and more automated um, has been wonderful. So, um, you know, that there's those forums out there that, you know, that there's SADA, um, that there's just the internet community, the IT community in general, that you can just go out and search for these things. You can go to, you know, YouTube and find these videos. And, and I, I do that a lot. You know, I, you know, I just kind of go to YouTube or like I said, I Google something if I don't know how to do it and figure out, well, I'm sure somebody has done this. I don't have to invent the wheel, you know, I'm going to steal it, <laughs> show them how, you know, oh, well, this person's used this and, you know, let, let's see how this works for, you know, your particular process. And, and that's just how, you know, we keep going. I, you know, I, I don't want anyone to feel that we've just said no, that it's not going to work. You know, we, we try to um, work around or whatever it is, even if it means we have to get something else, you know, another application or whatever. Um, we don't want our customers coming to us saying that we can't do something they need to do for their business model or um, something they need to do for their customers. And, um, and I, I think our, you know, Secretary Leahy is a, a, propo a proponent of Google and the platform, and he wants us to keep moving forward in that direction too. So we still have that buy-in and that encouragement to keep moving forward. And I think that, you know, that that's definitely been the, the, the better aspect of it is to continue to have that support from the top. Amazing. Well, team, I I want to thank you, uh, Stefanos. You you said it right. Tracia is truly something special in this in this ecosystem, and um, I don't know if you realize how impactful the work that you have done personally uh, has been, not just within the state, uh, but also well across the country. Um, uh, we often use a term that we stand on the shoulders of giants. And, and I know that I, I feel that every single day. Uh, the work that Heather did years later in the state of Arizona probably would have uh, never really happened with the, the degree of efficiency and speed had you not cut uh, your teeth on, on, on learning how to roll out this at a statewide level. Uh, Ten years ago, we too were we were building playbooks on our own and building training materials and figuring out best practices and and you were a part of of that with us and we have a lot to thank you for and uh, uh, the the rest of the Google ecosystem has a lot to thank you for too uh, as as well as as well as everybody involved in the state of Maryland as they've learned how to best adopt Google Cloud over the years. So thank you for everything that you've done and and Stefano's. Tracia, Heather, thank you for participating and being on our show today. It was an absolute pleasure. And thanks for all the lead up to this too, because I've just been dying laughing because we've only went into a few of the stories that you've probably gone through. <laughs> and I can't wait to learn more about them in, in, in meetings to follow because there's a lot to tell there. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I probably have a book. You should write a book. You should write a book. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. This Thank was you fun. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye -bye. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Cloud & Clear. Check the show notes for links to this week's topics. And don't forget to connect with us on Twitter at Cloud and & Clear and our website, sada.com. Be sure to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app.